I didn't want to just be a bodybuilding champion. I wanted to be the best bodybuilder of all times. Dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who. I'm talking about figuring out for yourselves what makes you happy. You have to think outside the box. That's what I believe after all. What is the point of being? I didn't want to just be a bodybuilding champion. I wanted to be the best bodybuilder of all times. Dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Hey guys. Sammy just farted. <laughs> what a way to intro the podcast. All right, guys, my Frenchie. If you guys know anything about Frenchies, Frenchies have farts. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Train It Right Life, and that's a good example of my life right there. My name's Alicia Bell. I'm an IFBB figure pro, online coach, athlete manager, administrator for a gym, another prep team. I do all of the things. So, with that said, I would like to welcome you back to my podcast. We are going on episode 15, I think. That's crazy to me. Started this podcast during quarantine, out on a whim, 54321 myself into it because I feel like I have a lot to say. Um, you know, with that um, comes, you know, a lot of, you know, opportunities just to be able to talk about topics that are on my mind, not specifically to bodybuilding, but also to life, motivation, diet, health, training. I don't know, all of the topics. This podcast is a not scripted. It is not outlined. It is simply, basically, coffee time with Leisha. Because right now I got my iced coffee. and put a little chocolate stevia in it. It's delicious. Um... And this week's episode is about to get under wraps. I do want to say that I've had some people being like, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? And I know that the release dates have not been consistent, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I need to personally figure out a day that works really great for me for recording so I can get the content out to you guys on time and in a timely manner um, that, uh, you know, would be consistent so that you guys can always know when the next episode is coming. Um, whether it be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I don't know yet, but I'm going to work on figuring that out. Um, but today's podcast, what we are going to talk about. This one's going to get super personal. Um, I want to tell a little bit more about my story, but I also want to talk about um, you know, a different topic too. So my, this, this is going to be, I know I'm being very vague. My story about, um, why I need to redo my pro debut. And then a little bit about, uh, something that I see going on with clients. So firstly, I want to start with what I see kind of going on right now. And this is a problem with not just my clients, but with our generation. I think people are, have high expectations of results. Now, they're expecting results instantaneously. They're, I've had people email me after a week and like, I didn't see much change. Well, 
yeah, you're not, everybody's change is different. I, I coach healthfully. I'm not doing a crash diet with any of my clients. It's a lifestyle because that's what you're going to be able to keep up with is a lifestyle. When it becomes your life, it's easier to maintain versus a crash freaking diet that gets you to like not, you can look good, but you'll never have like a great look or a healthy look. You know what I mean? So I get people that are like, oh, I didn't see any changes. Well, first of all, you hired a coach. You shouldn't be assessing yourself. Second of all, just because you don't see changes on the outside doesn't mean changes aren't happening on the inside. Third of all, are you being 110% on your diet, training, cardio, intensity, effort, hydration, supplementation? You know, if you're not, then like reality sits in. I mean, it should sit in that you need to be adherent to the program to see the results and to get the maximum benefit of, you know, your program. You know, you have to follow it. It's um, not something that can happen overnight, especially when you've been basically living a cheat meal for your whole life. Um, So you can't have expectations that you're going to jump right into a program, be 100% on the first week, and see drastic changes. Sure, some people do see results quite quickly. Um, A lot of it's water loss, um, you know, new muscle learning um, things. You're, You're going into a calorie deficit. You will see changes right away. But then things can plateau. They can stay the same. I have had months, guys, months this year where my body no matter what we did, stayed the same. Did I quit? No. Was I frustrated? Hell yeah. But I see the bigger picture and I see that quitting will never get you the results you want. Giving up on yourself will never get you the results you want. And negative self-talk will never get you the results you want. So what you got to do, you don't see results, you keep your head up, you follow your plan, you keep pushing. And it's with constant dedication, determination, adherence that you will eventually see results you I can't promise you results today tomorrow next week but what I can promise you is that if you keep all the variables for me the same as in you follow your diet you measure to the gram you get all your hydration in you take your supplements you don't skip meals you don't add extra cardio then I know the variables to manipulate and I will manipulate them as I see fit to see changes but in a healthy way. Now, if you go messing around with the variables, where does that leave me? I can't change anything on your plan because, or I change something and I don't have to, like because you're messing with the variables. You're doing more cardio. So if you're doing more cardio, where does that leave me? I don't know. I don't know that. More is not always better. The goal is to be able to stress the body the least amount of possible with getting maximum results. Don't you want to be you know, fight or flight, you don't want that body in a panic mode. That's when you're going to cause destructive things. And that's where you can't keep up the lifestyle, where you get yourself to someplace like a million hours of cardio a day. And then what? Then where do you go? 900 calories. And then what? And then where you go? The goal is for me to get your body and metabolism working for you instead of against you. And so that you can get results with minimum work possible. I mean, maximum results with as minimum work as possible. Therefore, you know, you're keeping that body, preserving that stress, not having to push the body to the absolute most limits, not exhausting yourself, not draining yourself, not wasting time in the gym. So you you can't limit yourself by negatively self-talking just because you're not seeing results this week or because you're at a plateau. Plateaus happen. That is life. In anything, you get stuck. But what do you do? You don't just keep spinning your tires. You fucking change the tires. You put on studs. You get someone to push you. You freaking wedge it. there's there's lots of things that you can do to then see results. But you don't give up, right? You want to get out of the hole. You don't leave your car there. 
You don't abandon it. You call for help, and you take the help. <laughs> That's why you hire a coach to listen to your coach. I just got notified that my trip to Nashville. Um, <laughs> uh, I booked Dorian, and like, if you guys don't know who Dorian is, Dorian is the owner of HD Muscle Supplements, my coach, the head coach of Team HD, owner of Pure Muscle and Fitness, and I do admin stuff work and work for him, so I booked their flights and everything for this trip that they're on, and I just got the Nashville notification because <laughs> they're flying from Vegas to Nashville for the Open Up Carbon Culture. So, yeah. Anyways, so that was what that little notification was. Adonis, can you please stop cleaning your paw? I appreciate it. So those of you who don't know, my dogs follow me everywhere. Adonis. And so they're here when I record the podcast. Good boy. Yes. Um, because they're attached to my hip. Love, love, love my dog. Sammy's doing better this week. Um, he has not had like a mass attack of seizures. I think that that was like maybe like a one-off. That was really bad. That was like the worst I've ever been. But what he does have this week is seemingly so an eye infection of sorts. He has like eye boogies galore. Like all of the eye boogers and crusty eye in the morning. Um... So, yeah, update with my dogs is that's kind of what's going on. Love them. Good boys. But, you know, day in the life. Life Felicia. Trying to write life. Um, okay. So now, where was I at? Yes. Okay. So that was kind of topic one that I wanted to just address. And it's like, you need to change your mindset to change your life. And you need to stick to things. You can't just quit on everything. So if you look back at all your successes in life, no matter what it be, you persisted, you kept pushing, you went for it, you did the work. So why should change, transformation, lifestyle, prep, um, even off-season be any different. You do the work, you get the job done, and you will get the results. And there's no guaranteed timeline. That's why sometimes some people do multiple shows. Like, you do a show, and then you realize, I wasn't lean enough or I wasn't ready, and you keep going, and you do another show, like, right after. Like, it's kind of like that. So it's like, yeah, like, this week I didn't lose any weight, but next week, you know, if you keep going, you may lose weight. You don't know that until you try. So, you know, Try, try, try. And failure is a stepping stone to success. So you need to get comfortable with feeling like you've failed, even though you haven't. <laughs> um, like feeling that feeling and pushing past it. It's like hitting the wall when you run. You hit this wall and it feels like your legs can't move. And what do marathon runners do? They keep going. They keep going until they get to the finish line. They don't give up. Unless their body completely shuts down. And yeah, but that's another story. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so this one gets a little bit personal, and I do want to address this, disclaimer this, um, by saying, first off and foremost, that as strong as I am at times, um, I'm not always strong, and I'm not really sure what happened, but I completely take ownership um, and... Uh, of any decision or staying in a relationship that's toxic for longer than I should have. Um, I take ownership over that and it's nobody's fault but my own. Um, the things that happened to me that I put up with um, and I will never do that again. I've said that before. Um, but I recognize it. I recognize it is an issue. Um, but yeah. So I want to go back and I want to talk about um, my pro debut which was last year over a year ago like last June, I did the Toronto Pro, and that was my pro debut. Now, 
I would not recommend what I did for any of my clients. I prepped for like a year to get my pro card. I did four shows, stressed my body out completely underneath duress with a toxic relationship, an abusive relationship um, verbally and physically. Um, it's just, it was, what I put up with was ridiculous. Absolutely and utterly, I would never want a woman to go through that. Um, and I... I feel for women who are going through that or, um, you know, have gone through that. I totally can relate and understand. Um, and so I took two months off and then I was like, fuck it. I'm doing the Toronto pros in my pro debut. I want to do the Toronto pros. So I hired a coach, blah, blah, blah. No fault of his own. Um, he was a great coach. I think I've talked about this before. Absolutely love him. But um, I shouldn't have done that prep. It was the shortest prep I've ever done. Um, and I basically was still not recovered from the year before. So I did get on stage on, I wouldn't say in my top form. Um, I wouldn't bring my best. A lot of factors went on during that prep that were negative, that brought me down, that stressed me out, that had my cortisol raised um, due to somebody else's behavior, um, you know, name calling and harassment and just uh, verbal abuse, like, all sorts of things that went on um, behind the scenes, and it's hard to prep under that. Um, yeah, so that's that's one thing. Um, you know, Shane was amazing, my coach. He did the best he could, but this is why I feel like I need a redemption season, and I'm going to call it my pro debut part two, <laughs> my pro debut redo, redemption. I don't know. If you guys got a good name for it, let me know. But um, what happened on the day of my pro debut um, was I was, you know, I was so happy. I, I, it's something I have wanted my whole life, my whole, whole career um, since I had started competing. I know it wasn't very long, like maybe two years, but like it's what I dreamed of is walking across that pro stage, hearing my name being called Alicia Bell. Um, you know, it was just, it was surreal to be there and be a pro. Like, I was happy. I was so fucking happy. Despite all the shit that I went through, I was, like, ecstatic. Like, it's, you know, fuck. I'm, I'm up here with the best of the world. This is what I always wanted to do, but I want to be a good pro, not just a pro, right? I want to be a good pro, not just a pro. And, yo, I was twice the size of most of the figure girls backstage. Like, what? Is, like, I had just won my pro card. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. I thought I have BB level. These girls were not as sized as I was when I won my pro card. I will hands down say that. Because realistically, how much did I grow from the end of October, so basically November, two months off, started prep again, and did a show at the end of June, beginning of June? How much? Really, how much muscle did I actually put on? I can't see myself putting on that much. I wasn't as conditioned as I was when I stepped on stage for my pro debut because... I just wasn't ready. My body was tired. It was fucked, to be honest. Mm, I got on stage. I did it. You know, I was proud. I was upset, obviously. Held back some tears. If you want to go back to my YouTube, you can see my pro debut video where I take you through the entire day. I had a videographer following me around that day. Um, you know, I did go back to my room after prejudging and cry. And I didn't cry because I was upset for my placing. I didn't cry because of how hard of a prep it was, that's not what I was crying for. I cried because my ex messaged me between prejudging and finals and told me that I look like shit. And then I said, you don't have to be like that. And he wrote me back some snarky message about Alicia's going to do what Alicia's going to do. And if somebody says something negative, Alicia's not going to agree. And I'm like, 
Okay, first off, if you had something to say about how I looked, you could have waited until after the show. First of all, actually, if you have something negative to say about how I look, you could have kept it to yourself because it's none of your freaking business anymore because you are my ex, keyword ex. The text message exchange just set me set me up to my room by myself crying because I did the show by myself. I didn't have any friends, family, nothing with me. I had two clients competing, but like, you know, obviously I'm an online coach, so I did see them in person, check in with them, but they were also in a different venue. Well, it's the same building, but different venue. So I just went upstairs by myself, you know what I mean? And I realized that the whole two, three years that I was with this person, he caused me so much anxiety, social um, anxiety with people working. Um, and even during my pro debut prep, I had that anxiety. Um, I kept to myself. I isolated myself, um, in fear during the relationship. Um, and just, I just had all this built up cortisol and upsetness and just whatever. And it was kind of at that day of my pro debut that I kind of came to a realization about it. And, um, he gave me so much anxiety and stress and I felt down on myself because it was my first show and I didn't do as well as I wanted as a pro because I have really high expectations for myself. And, you know, I always want to do really, really well. But after my show, I couldn't control my anxiety. So I went and did photo shoots in Vegas. That was great. Um, controlled myself. I had more. I had one, two, three, four, five, five photo shoots, I think, that week post-show like I did. Light Shadow, who's a friend of mine. I did Will Whitman, who's a friend of mine. Then I flew to Vegas for photo shoots, did a bunch of photo shoots there, like in the gym, outside the gym. And then the last photo shoot, I flew home and I did outdoors with my friend Kofi, remote control Kev. Kev, <laughs> he also does a lot of my work. He did my, my video for my show day um, and a lot of the other stuff behind scenes that you guys see on my day-to-day -day on my Instagram and stuff like that and my YouTube. He's great. He's my go-to. And uh, my friend Anne. So that was a great photo shoot. But after that, I wanted to do Romania, okay? And Shane and I had set out a goal to do Romania. And I wanted redemption because that was after the reset. So after the Olympia, it was going to be a big show. They like girls with muscle. And it was pretty affordable to get to whatever. So then I ended up getting coached by Dorian. Great. Blessing. Love. Happy. Couldn't be any happier. So glad that he is my coach now. Um, but... Truth be told and honestly, I, I couldn't control my anxiety and stress brought on by that situation of the three years before, the tormenting during my prep and then the show day. I cracked, okay? I am not <laughs> like super strong. I kept it cool on the outside, you know what I mean? But um, I really, I cracked. Um, this, the stress, I turned to food. <laughs> For some reason, it was like ice cream. I couldn't control myself with fucking ice cream. I was like... What's it called? Um, when you go and you get uh, crematory ice cream. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, marble slab. So <laughs> I was like, but I was making it on my own. So I was going to get the ice cream and the ingredients. And I was like mixing it all up on my own. So I was like making my own marble slab. Um, but <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but I came to a realization during that time, and it was a really hard time for me was through a lot of changes and struggling, and I, I started coming to Pure and just being around different people and being social again. Um, I realized that that he didn't deserve any more of my thoughts, and I know I'm a good human and a great athlete and I'm valuable, and I will be a good pro 
and I'm doing this for me and not to prove him wrong or not to prove anybody wrong, but I'm doing this for me and I know what I am capable of and I'm not going to let somebody else's negativity bring me down or fuck with me or fuck with my head. Um, you know, I'm so happy to be at Pure now and, you know, it's home of the world's best athletes, sports practitioners, YouTubers. You know, I'm in a great atmosphere. My life is better. I'm healthier. Um, I uh, literally pay no attention to what uh, anyone has to say about me negatively, but I'll never let somebody else bring me down or be abusive to me or just, like, affect me that much. Like, I should have blocked the asshole, like, fuck, the second month we started dating. He said, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm not trying to speak ill on him, but I wouldn't say he's the best human in the entire world. But, you know, it's just, I want you guys to know that no matter what you see on social media, um, people portray, like, I'm pretty motivational, but I'm also honest and real. Um, you know, I keep it real on social media when I'm having good days and bad days. I might not say why I'm having a bad day, but I'll tell you, like, like I'm not really, like, feeling it. Um, you know, if, if life is, uh, you know, a struggle bus, it, you know, I bring out the best. Um, and hold on, I need to do something. Sorry, I'm also booking flights for athletes to get to Tennessee for the Carbon Culture event. Um, okay, so back to what I was saying, like, um, yeah, like you might see someone strong and empowered and positive on social media, but you shouldn't jump to conclusions that their life is perfect. Um, you know, it's not, no one's life is perfect and we all are fighting battles behind the scenes. Um, you know, my everyday goal isn't to have people feel bad for me or any situation that I'm going through, whether it be my dogs or a personal situation. My goal is to make other people feel better and to change other people's lives. And if something's going on in my life, but I can still help other people change their lives, um, you know, and become the best version of themselves, then that's rewarding and that makes me feel better at the end of the day, no matter what I'm going through. Um, so yeah, just cause you guys saw me on Instagram, you know, like super motivated, like going through my pro debut, like grinding it out. Like I, I stress my body out, which is what I don't want any of my clients to ever have to do. And that's why I want my clients to always be open and honest with me about everything that's going on in their life. You know, sleep, stress, food, supplements. I want to know the details. Like our, that's how I can help you, right? Like I can help you as best to my ability. I can refer you out to somebody. Like I want to be there for you and I want to help you change your life. And I want you to know that it's not always easy and I don't have my shit together all the time and my life is not perfect. And I go through shit. I go through stressful situations. Um, you know, there's times when I'm wondering like, can I freaking pay my rent? And then there's other times where I'm like, I'm on top of the world. Like that's life. You know, it's real. I'm real. I'm a real person. I go through shit, but I always want to stay positive and motivational and inspiring to all my clients because, you know, anything is possible no matter what. Like, I'm from a small village of less than a thousand people. Well, sometimes, like, if you count surrounding areas, it's probably about 1,200 people. But um, look at me now. Like, I'm doing shit. I'm in a big city. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a pro. Everything I've set my mind to, I've done despite, like, challenges. And, you know, going through a shitty relationship, that, that was a challenge. And that's something I've learned from and I've grown from and I've moved past. And it's probably setting me up for something even better. That's how I have to look at it. And so my pro debut didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Fuck. I'm still a pro. 
I did that. I did that. I did a prep. I pro debuted. You only get one pro debut. At least it's going to be fucking memorable. But you do get a second pro debut, in my opinion. <laughs> and I'm going to make the most of it. I don't know when it's going to be, obviously. I'm not in prep right now. You can follow along on my YouTube. That's where I kind of like record my day-to-day stuff. I'm getting back into it. I have a new camera because my camera was broke. Um, you know, cameras are really expensive, like really, really freaking expensive. And I would call myself what I have is a basic vlogging camera and that bitch was like $700 like excuse me that's a dog that's another puppy okay maybe not these dogs these dogs are really expensive but you know what I'm saying so there's that um but yeah I'm just saying like hey guys I don't always have my shit together I'm not perfect I might be motivational inspiring and have sick Instagram photos of my muscles but I do have problems you know and this goes back to the first topic where, you know, that affected my prep. That affected my body changing. So look at the stressors in your life. If you have stressors, try and eliminate them because cortisol is a bitch and you cannot fight cortisol. I don't care how hard you try. You cannot. It's called overtraining. You need to deal with the cortisol. And when stress is high, your body's going to fight you. When stress is low, your body's going to be like, okay, we're doing this, bitch. So my stress was high for my pro debut. Therefore, I didn't have a great look. I was coming off a stressful year of prepping anyway. You know what I mean? So, you know, you got to get rid of and control your cortisol. To which I can help with if you're looking for a coach. But anyway, that's my plug for the day. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to my rants. Um, I'm sure I offended somebody by this podcast, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to be truthfully honest about life situations and things that you go through. And I spent years not talking about it, um, scared to talk about it, um, you know, told that nobody would believe me or whatever. Anyways, but here I am talking about it now when the time is right and I hope that anyone out there can relate to this you pick up some strong points and you just learn that you should never give up on your dreams your goals um day to day you gotta collect perfect days and keep your eye on the prize you'll eventually get to the finish line not that there's a finish line but you will get to to a lifestyle that is maintainable and a body that you love, but you need to stick it out. You need not be negative and you just got to plow through the hard stuff. Um, you know, plow through the cravings, stick to your plan, stick to your goals, adhere to the program and you will get there. Patience. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be next week. It might take eight weeks. It might take a month. Who knows how long it'll take, but the goal is You will see change if you stick to it. You eliminate stressors in your life and you just be a complete and total badass and you do something for yourself for once and stop doing things for other people. Focus on yourself and you'll get there. So with that said, please like, subscribe, comment, leave me some stars, leave me a review, subscribe to me on YouTube, make an HD muscle purchase, use any of my affiliate links to make a purchase, Buy online training. I don't know. Reach out to me. Let me know if you can relate to this podcast. Let me know how this podcast made you feel. Let me know if um, you're glad that I'm not a superhuman and that I'm actually a normal human. I don't know. Anyways, I hope this podcast was enjoyable for you guys. And I'll catch you guys next week on the next podcast of the Train It Right Life. Thank you for stopping by. Appreciate you. You guys can find me anywhere on the internet at Train It Right or www.trainitright.com. Everything is always train it right. So I'll check you guys.
I didn't want to just be a bodybuilding champion. I wanted to be the best bodybuilder of all times. Dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who. I'm talking about figuring out for yourselves what makes you happy. You have to think outside the box. That's what I believe after all. What is the point of being on this earth if all you want to do is be liked by everyone and avoid trouble? We have so many rules in life about everything. I say break the rules, not the law, but break the rules. I remember that after I was finished with my bodybuilding career, I wanted to get into acting. I wanted to be a star in 